Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode on the greatest podcast on the third rock from the sun. For y'all who didn't pass physical science, that is Earth. Welcome to Ten Toes Down. I'm your pharmaceutical entrepreneurial Don Dada, Dr. J. Yo, what's happening? How was y'all week? Everything smooth? Yo, we on episode nine, y'all. Yo, we kicking. Yo, we pushing. But yo, I'm fired up today, man. I'm real fired up. I got a question for y'all. Yo, I, I, I posted something on my Instagram, and it's because of a book that I just read. And I'm going to mention it because it is the book of the week. But yo, how high are you setting your goals? How much effort are you putting into your goals? If you started a plan, started a business plan, started a little side hustle, be real. Did you underestimate how much effort was going to be needed to get your business moving? Did you underestimate the social media? Did you underestimate the cash flow? Did you underestimate how much work was going to be intended? Or even when you set your goals, do you set your goals to a point where you are going to obtain them? Now, like I feel like we always been taught your set goals and so you can be so they can be achievable and don't set anything outside of uh I guess what is reality because you're gonna be disappointed. Yo, bro, after reading this book, yo, F all that. I've been realizing I've been setting my goals way too low. Like way too low. Like my thing is like say for instance you need fifty bands, right? And all right, like forget 50 bands just make it 100 bands so like even if you make 80 bands it's still not bad you made 50 you you made more than what you needed you didn't get quite there but it's still work you can get to in order to get to the goal like make your goals unrealistic because when you make your goals unrealistic that means the action that you put into it is like is it's way beyond what you would have put in you know what I'm saying? Like how many how many of us like we make some goals, we reach them, and then that's it. Right? You no, know, they're obtainable, we get to them, we know we can get to them. There's it's really no challenge for us because we try to stay in that realistic bound, right? But how many of us are actually putting, you know, setting our goals super high in order to put this huge amount of action into it to get to where we need to get to? Yo, put in this 10x action. 10x baby and that's what we're going to so yo i got a new goal i know in like an episode one i said i want to have like you know if i get 10 listeners or 10 followers as long as it's um you know everybody's doing their thing you know the podcast is successful yo i will set my goals too low f all that i'm looking for a million followers i'm looking for a million listeners from all around the world all the way from Alaska, all the way to the great down under. I need everybody. Yo, who going to help me do it? We're going to make it happen. And 10 toes down going to be nationally syndicated. You feel me? So put me on the map. You feel me? Goals are high, baby. So, but yo, for this episode, I come with a little bit of interesting news about what's going on with the deal. But I'm going to get right into it right after this commercial break. I'll see y'all in a minute, though. Yo, I know I can't be the only person in this world who like to eat. So whenever I'm in Rochester, New York, I got to hit up Big Ike's Bowl Appetit. 
They do private dinners, parties, pop-up shows, family dinners, platters, food preps, all that. So whenever you're in Rochester, hit up Big Ike's Bowl Appetit or hit them on their IG at Ike the Food Vanessa. Tell them Dr. J sent you. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So, with this building, y'all, ran into a little bit of bad news. So, my agent called me up the other day, and he was like, yo, Josh, I got some bad news. And I'm like, bruh, I don't need no bad news right now. What's going on? So, he was like, the tenant that, that occupies the office is not renewing. Damn it, man. That's 450 gone. Okay. But in addition to that, one of the apartments, there's also a tenant that has to be evicted. Damn it. Bruh. That's like 745 that's gone. So, bro, that's like $1,200 that's about to be missing um, from the income coming from the building. So, first things first, what do the numbers look like? Because when I planned all this out, the plan was that this place was fully occupied. There was no money that had to be put in. Um, so, I had to look at the numbers again. So, when you're looking at commercial property, or when you're looking at houses, when you're looking at investing into real estate, one thing you have to look at is your how much is the building making? So in this case, I have, I'm going to have two apartments, uh, well, one apartment that's occupied and the other two are vacant. So you have to calculate your vacancy rate. Um, you also have to calculate your mortgage, if you, which is your loan typically. You have to calculate your property management, which would be, which what I would have because I'll be out of state. Um, of course, you have to calculate your insurance, if I didn't say that. You have to calculate your capital expenditure. So if anything breaks down. So once I calculated that, unfortunately, I'm in a position where I'm going to have to probably pay a little bit of money out of my own pocket in order to maintain um, everything, which is not bad because it's great because I'm in a good position to a point where I can take care of it, which is great. But imagine like if I didn't have a, you know, a job to compensate everything that I have, so it would be a little bit of an issue. So make sure that when you're in this stage before you, you know, make an offer that all the numbers and stuff make sense. So when I first stepped into the deal, the deal made perfect sense, but things change. So looked at the numbers, the numbers, unfortunately I'm in the deal now. So step two, I looked at, you know, what exactly are our options? Now, mind you, this is my first time actually doing this. So I'm thinking like, all right, bruh. So, you know, these tenants leaving, I need you to come up off this price because the price that we agreed upon was based on um, what these numbers and stuff look like. So I contact my broker and I feel like my broker swerved me a little bit, bruh. I don't really appreciate it. <laughs> but no, nah, it's all. Uh, but I feel like he swerved me a little bit. He wasn't really giving me straight answers. Um, in regards to everything. So what I end up doing is that I went to a website called bigger pockets and bigger, like I mentioned in the last episode, I believe bigger pockets is like the Reddit for real estate. Like anything that you're trying to look at or learn about real estate, bigger pockets is the way to go. Um, so I looked at bigger pockets and just kind of asked the question like, well, what can be done in regards to, 
uh, like, you know, tenants are moving out before a deal is closed. Like, what are my options? So, because my options was like, yo, come up off the price a little bit and we can still keep this thing moving. But when you're doing real estate and you're building your contract, you have something called like a financial contingency. Whereas you have a certain amount of time to uh, get money and funding for a building because everything is kind of set already. And you can't, you know, renege on your contract once once you're out of that date or it's like a financial contingency. And then you have uh, like an inspection contingency or a due diligence phase that you do where you actually get the property inspected. And depending on what's inspected and what you find, do you still want to get the building X, Y, Z? So we got past all that. So the building is pretty much mine and the deals is ready to continue to unfold. But one of the guests or the, uh, I guess, the participants on Bigger Pockets answered my post and it was like, well, in this case, I mean, it's kind of a good thing. And the reason why it's a good thing is because the renters that are there now, they're on this rate or rental rate that, you know, whatever the landlord had them on then now. So you have an opportunity to clean them up and then increase the rents a little bit. So therefore you can increase your money or your, uh, your net operating in, in expense or your NOI. So I was like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I just really wasn't ready to like throw money out. But unfortunately this is the part of the game of real estate. So I was like, all right, I felt a little bit better about it just to see, okay, this is what can be done. So, um, I started looking at my documents because I was still like, bro, come up off this price a little bit. I mean, I heard what the dude on bigger pockets was saying it makes sense, but if I can put less money in and get more out of it, great. So I started looking at my contracts and realized that, yo, I don't have anything signed with this other person's paperwork on it. So I hit my broker up and, uh, he just didn't have all the information that I needed. Like, he had to go get it. It's just like, bro, why? I thought these documents were already signed. So when it came to the inspection and all the stuff they said they were going to fix, that wasn't signed. Um, in regards to the side conversations on the timeline, when was it done? That wasn't signed or I didn't have that. That was information he was talking with the other real estate agent with or the seller's agent. So I was like, I don't have any of this stuff in writing. So sidebar. If you're going to do any kind of business, if it was not written down, it did not happen. Back to my regular schedule programming. So I kind of low key had to become an asshole a little bit. Like I don't, I didn't feel good, but apparently this is the only way I could really get things done. So I was like, yo, I need this. I need this by this date, by this time. No questions asked. I'm not, I'm not asking. I'm telling at this point. So it was, I'm I, right now. It's, it's taking a little bit of time to get it. I'm still waiting on it. Um, it's been a couple days. I'm uh, unfortunately I'm just to a point where I'm kind of stuck in my situation. But believe me, the next go round will be a whole lot more smoother than this. Um, with the eviction process, the uh, I told my seller, my broker, to tell the other seller, "Yo, that's y'all tenant, bruh. Y'all get rid of them because 
once again on bigger pockets, there's a whole lot of fees and timelines that they can get really pricey when it when it, in regards to evicting. So I told them to take care of that and we'll take over and make sure that it's broom ready or pretty much ready to move in once the tenant is gone. So right now we're just waiting on that paperwork to make sure that everybody's good and everything is good on that. I will keep y'all updated and posted on what's going on. But yo, man, yeah, man, we're just moving though. Like you gotta, you gotta go through it. You gotta learn. Believe me, my next deal will probably go a whole lot smoother because you know you gotta go through it. If I didn't go through any of this, I'll be in the same boat with the same paddle, really going nowhere. So now I got a little motor on my boat. You know what I'm saying? That probably didn't sound too great, but you know, y'all know what I meant. Whatever. But we're gonna cut to another commercial break. I'm gonna hit y'all with the book of the week and some final words, and we out of here, y'all. See y'all in a minute. Yo, I know I can't be the only person in this world who like to eat. So whenever I'm in Rochester, New York, I got to hit up Big Ike's Bowl Appetit. They do private dinners, parties, pop-up shows, family dinners, platters, food preps, all that. So whenever you're in Rochester, hit up Big Ike's Bowl Appetit or hit them on the IG at Ike the Food Vanessa. Tell them Dr. J sent you. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So the book of the week this week is called 10X by Grant Cardone. This completely changed how I will be setting my goals from this day forth. Yo, like put your actions in your goals and anything that you want for your business, anything that you put out there, put it outside of your reach. What we tend to do, like I mentioned before, is we put our goals in reach where we know we can obtain them. You know what I mean? And what that does, that makes us makes it so easy. You, it's, it's easy to get to what you know you can get to. Right. You know what I'm saying? But no, put your goals so far out of reach that you have to put this mass amount of action in order to get to it. And just imagine how much action that you have to put in and what your goals and your dreams will actually look like. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things like you put put your goals so far out of reach that you absolutely need God in order to reach it. And I know y'all, some of y'all ain't religious and whoever y'all follow, if y'all follow, do y'all thing. But what I'm saying is that, yo, like make your goals unrealistic, man. Stop, stop being scared. Stop limiting yourself. Stop underestimating the power that is within you. You know what I mean? So, yo, set your goals high, man. Set them standards high kick the week's ass man you know what i mean so y'all know what i'm already on audible holla at me bezos so i can get you on this podcast brother but y'all already know man you got 10 toes down you got another chance to get this right man have a good week kick this week's ass and i'll see y'all next week i'm out